on this episode of My Lash Two Brain Cells. You close deals in the DMs. Yeah. Deals are done it in the DMs. It goes down in the it DMs. It goes down in the DMs. <laughs> it, it, it does. So yeah, you're Paul. You ready? Yeah, we can start. Hello, everybody, and welcome to My, my Lash, Lash Two Brain, Brain Cells. Cells. I am your host, Maddie Morris. And I'm also your host, Elliot Morris. And guess what happened last week, you guys? You won't even believe we it. We had such a good streak going, and then we missed an episode because I was actually on my deathbed. Madison was so sick, and then <laughs> um, we also had a trip planned with uh, Caleb and Mo, who we run the coffee shop with for San Diego, and so... Madison was still sick when we were Guys, driving to no, San Diego. I was so unbelievably sick. I taught a group class. It was bad. I taught a group class, and me and Katie both got sick, um, which like makes sense. I mean, we're talking for like you know fifteen hours straight with setup and takedown and everything, and everyone's flying in from out of town. You're stuffed in that little room. So Katie and I got sick, and then we went to San Diego, and I was still sick. But I was like, I would rather be sick on a road trip and like having fun with my friends <laughs> than like having sick at home. I'd so. rather be sick and happy than sick and sad. Yeah. So I just went and i just ran through the flower fields sick and Feeling a little sicko yeah it was awesome so we missed a week but we are back baby we're back we're good now <laughs> madison is not ill no and i never get sick it was absolutely terrible um and we went to san diego with caleb and mariah from lay her coffee shop and we had the cutest time ever yep like people always ask it was so fun people always ask like you know what's it like being in business with your friends and honestly it's like the funnest thing in the world it's awesome because we went to just we went to like 10 coffee shops and we yeah, just great. like got new ideas for the merch wall and we got home and just started ordering a bunch of stuff and switching up our events and our instagram and it just like was really yeah it was fun it's such a positive yeah. trip and you'll notice if you're watching the video that we are holding our mics today because um, Caleb and Mo. Turns out the coffee table that we were using is theirs. I didn't know that. <laughs> we I thought it was ours. We just had a coffee table back here, but, um, and turns out it was theirs. And they, but yeah, so they they, they, they moved and took our coffee table. So now we we have to improvise. So we'll figure something out. We got this one. Um, alrighty, you guys. I had a very highly requested episode today. This is a. Um, this is from you guys from you, you guys wanted this i didn't want to talk about this but everyone when i did a survey needed help with this yep yep yep. it's just something that a lot of people universally struggle with starting a business out on their own and i totally understand and relate because i too struggled with this for many many years mm -hmm. um and that is client boundaries that is how to set client boundaries um where to draw the line on certain things um having your own boundaries having friendships with clients a lot of people struggle with it and I got a lot of questions and it just really is a pain point for a lot of people. Yeah, I think that's good. And Elliot has watched me in the beginning. I mean, starting out, I never started out in this industry as a business owner by any means. Um, I just very much started out as a service provider and boundaries are something that they'll never teach you in school. They'll, they really won't teach you at a salon job. If anything, most salon jobs are going to <laughs> they want you to push your boundaries. They want you to push those boundaries, baby. They're like, you need to make them love you. Make your clients fall in love with you so that they keep coming back. Yeah. And my first salon. Lead them on. And my first salon job, I mean, there Whisper was. Whisper sweet nothings into their ear my, while you lash them. My first salon job was like no boundaries. Mm -mm. I mean, it was just like absolute chaos. So I want to talk a little bit about how important it is to have some boundaries in place for your business a few points i wanted to touch on this will be a mini episode um number one is i want to touch on that policies and boundaries are two completely different things 
Facts. And people are all always like, I have so many boundaries in place for my business. Wow. Um, but that just means they have 50 policies in a list on their Instagram or their website, mm-hmm. um, which people don't read and they just look through. And um, boundaries are a completely separate thing. Boundaries are like the lines within yourself that you set um, that like you have a level of respect for yourself and your time and your business. It's like deeper than just policies. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's rules for how you and your you conduct yourself in your business. Yeah, yeah. A million percent. We talked a lot about boundaries and marriage counseling. And it's just so important to have boundaries for like your own self, your own heart, your own mental health, your family, your friendships, like all of these things. And it's such a healthy thing. And boundaries are loving. Like boundaries mean that I love you enough to have like healthy to have a healthy relationship with you. And that also goes into our business with our clients. Um, So number one, when it comes to policies, I'm talking about things that you have in place, like no-show fees and cancellation fees, 24-hour fees, aftercare instructions, all that sort of stuff. Those are policies. Those are not boundaries. And I recommend having few of them. I don't recommend having a long list of policies at all. Mm -hmm. Because if you have a ton of boundaries, you're inevitably going to start breaking them. And then, then you have no boundaries. So just have a couple that are actually really important. That to are you. easy for clients to follow and easy for you to communicate. Yeah. Yeah. Like people always ask me my policies. I want to be able to tell them my policies in 20 seconds or less. Yeah. When I call- yeah, that's <laughs> policies. But then like with boundaries too, it's like find the three or four things that you really care about and then just focus on that. Because like people we as humans are dumb we cannot keep a thousand things in our head and think about them all the time so if you're like okay i'm gonna have this boundary and this boundary and this boundary you're just it's confusing yeah it's not it's not fun it's not nice have a couple babe just have a couple that are important and then stick to those and then everything else who cares totally um policies that i i'll talk about mine and then you can adjust these to suit your business boundaries or policies Policies. Starting with policies. Starting with policies because they're simple and people overcomplicate them. And I'm here to simplify them for you. Um, Think about what you need to do to do your best work. Right. That is how you should have it in your mind. Like, what do I need for my clients, this 50-50 relationship, in order for me to do my best work? And uh, don't look at what anyone else's policies in the area are because most likely you're going to go to a website that just has like text, 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 text. And you have to check a million boxes before you can even think about booking with them. Um, And like I said, you need to be very easy to book with. Very easy to book with. And the less obstacles you have in your way the better and policies can be a huge obstacle for people i know for me when i go to book an appointment and there's a lot of policies i feel like it's an obstacle i feel yeah. like i could do anything wrong at any second they could fire me at any second i'll never be like a good enough client yeah. you know to meet all these things um especially if someone has like something come up in their life so for policies for me to do my best work uh i needed everyone to come in on time with clean lashes right that's a policy Easy. um if someone showed up late I actually didn't have like a late fee or anything like that. And I wouldn't recommend having a late fee if you're a lash artist. If a client shows up late, I know if a client shows up late, I recommend doing what you can for the time that they have given you. It will hurt them because they're not going to get the quality of work that they could if they came on time for their appointment and they're still going to be paying full price for the appointment. What do you say to the um, like counter argument to that, that, um, you don't want to put work out there that you're not 100% happy with. 
I think that would be the... If it becomes a habit for someone, I would no longer take them as a client. Yeah. If it was like a one-time thing, like a client says, hey girl, I'm going to be 15 minutes late. I am in crazy, crazy traffic. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's just going to cut into their appointment time. Mm -hmm. So I would know that it's going to cut into their appointment time. Um, and, and they know that I, I would always just say like, no worries, girl, I'll wait for you drive safely. Mm -hmm. And then when they get here 15 minutes late, if you are an efficiently, if you're an efficient lash artist, right, mm -hmm. you're skilled at what you do. You can do great work with 15 minutes cut out of it. Yeah. You right? just give them a little less coverage. They don't last as long, yeah. but they still look good. Yes. And that's you know? why it's so important that you're giving yourself ample time mm. to start with if you're only giving yourself hour fills yeah if you're giving yourself time to give your clients 100 percent coverage and then they're like 15 minutes late you're like okay well i can only give you 80 percent coverage this time it's like it's still gonna be yeah good. i think it's people get so stressed about it and they have late fees and everything like that if they're not giving them like if they need every single second of that appointment to do their best work so yeah if you maybe maybe we could say if you feel the need to not let clients uh not take clients if they're late or to charge late fees maybe you're not giving yourself enough time yeah generally that's good that's very smart um because but i there is there is also a point right where you won't take them if they're like 30 minutes late of course to a one hour fill of course so where where is that line do you think for me it's about like 20 minutes yeah yeah because my fills or physically take me uh i would say like an hour an hour 10 to do truly like to get everyone completely full um and i would always give myself an hour and a half and so i have that buffer time and I, my clients were never late nor did i ever expect them to be late but there was that buffer time if something ever did happen Stuff it wouldn't ruin my entire day if they were a little bit i mean late. if you're seeing someone every three weeks for their entire life there's gonna be one or two times that, like yeah. something happens of course you, know? you can't expect perfection from clients but you can expect them to be respectful human beings that you trust and they trust you um so give yourself a little extra time for appointments if someone is late i don't recommend uh having a fee or anything like that or having to explain it to them over text just say sounds good drive safe i'll wait for you um you know as long as it's in the next like 15 minutes um, period yeah obviously if they're like 45 minutes late they've missed their appointment sorry babes sorry babes. sorry babes <laughs> you're not coming yeah but but i mean they're paying for the entire appointment or at least you should charge them for the full appointment definitely don't give anyone a discount if they're late my goodness um because it's still oh oh yeah no I, I i know someone listening right now has done that don't do that yeah don't do that. If it's someone, them it's if someone them. misses half their appointment don't charge them half don't the say service. oh i'll give you a 30 minute fill no don't do it. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. played yourself. Yeah, my policies um, are show up on time with clean lashes and be good to your lashes and uh, you know let's be friends. All good. That's really that. That was really my policies. I personally think uh, policies like children. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I, gonna I say. think policies like children and dogs are really up to the service provider. I don't think it should be like if you like dogs. And your your space that you rent allows yeah. dogs, then sure. If the space that you rent doesn't allow dogs, obviously, then say, hey, the space that I rent yeah. doesn't allow dogs. That policy is completely up to like you and your situation of like where you conduct business at. Oh. Um, for me, I have always allowed children and dogs. I just have a no boyfriend's policy. I don't want your crusty ass boyfriend, you know, hovering at your feet, giving you a foot massage. Because it's never the nice <laughs> ones. It's always the it's always the boyfriends who are like just staring at you and yes. like so weird. Because the nice boyfriends are like oh i'll just go grab coffee literally so that's truly my thing it, the thing is is if you are conducting a luxury service for me i feel like true luxury is being able to, to like have a 
to be able to accommodate, have a comfortable yeah. service. And if someone has a well-behaved yeah. child or like a baby or something like that, yeah. I want my clients to feel comfortable and not feel stressed coming to their appointment. I always say, and I've always made sure that I'm in a space where it could be comfortable for a guest. Someone could sit quietly. Someone could have like a beautiful, relaxing space, you know, with a bathroom or a lobby. Um, and if someone has a kid that's well-behaved, I am always happy to have them in the room with me. Oh, yeah. Um, toss if- on some Miss Rachel. Yeah, right. (laughs) They're good. Yeah, throw on some Cocoa Melon, babe. Throw on some Cocoa Melon. And those are clients that guaranteed you will have them for a very long time. Like, I love accommodating like new moms. Oh, yeah. You know, or just someone that like. Especially uh, if it's like a new mom. They're like, this is the only luxury I have. That is that's luxury to me. True. And and if that just absolutely stresses you out, then put that in your policies. For me, I'm totally comfortable having my clients bring their small, well-behaved dogs to take a little nap. Yeah. I mean, no one's bringing their Labrador Retriever to their lash appointment. <laughs> Remember those uh, those TikToks from that one guy? What, what is it? Charles? Where he's like, things that aren't luxury that I think are luxurious. Oh, yeah, 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 Let's yeah, talk yeah. About it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to me, I think luxury is being comfortable at your appointment. So I want my clients to always feel like they are um, f- top priority and I care about them and I don't want them to feel yelled at at all. Um, that being said, I think... Um, going through and not looking at anyone else's policies and just doing what is right for your business. So what was right for my business was always like allowing people um, a little bit of grace, a little bit of leeway if they were late um, and allowing them to bring their children, allowing them to bring uh, it. I personally didn't, I had a policy like I had a no guest policy for a long time because for me in my business, when I audited my business, a lot of people were bringing their boyfriends and I didn't like it because a lot of the time boyfriends think lashes take 20 minutes to do and they want to sit right next to you and they want to ask a million questions. Um, and so I was cool with that for a while and then it just got way too distracting didn't love it. And so, um, but I was always kind about it. And if anyone ever came to their significant other, I would make sure they had a comfortable lobby to be in and spend time with. Even when I was back in Alaska, I would always be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for coming. So nice to meet you. What's your name? Get their name. Say hello. Say how are you? And then I always say, oh my gosh, you can totally just chill out here for a while. Um, you know, and then at the end, thank them for being patient. Like that's really the nicest way to go about it. Because mm-hmm. um, sometimes people will come with their husband or boyfriend. And yeah. if I feel comfortable with it, if they're chill. If I feel comfortable with it and they're chill and it's not an every appointment thing, I will allow someone's husband to sit in the room if it's like a mini fill or something. You're, I mean, girl, your policies are up to you. They're up like, to you. Make, make policies. If you want something to happen, make that your policy. Yeah. It's your business. Yeah. And there can always be like an exception to the rule, right? So if you have like... um you know, just like on your policies, like no guests, you know, but one time, like the other day, I had one of my clients who's like in her sixties and she brought her husband cause they were running errands together that day. She had a mini fill, 45 minute fill. And she was like, Oh, can he come sit in the room? And I was like, sure. And he sat down and no he was big. so polite. I mean, this is a man in his sixties, you know? Yeah. What's he going to do? And he was so kind. He was like, I love like, you know, my wife's eyelashes and she always, you know, brags about how much she loves seeing you. And I just like, and he just got to know me and and we just chatted the same way I would chat to her. It was very, very pleasant. But I think five years ago, I would not be comfortable with a man just like sitting there the entire time. But now, you know, seven years later, if he's chill, if he's, you know, if he can hang, (laughs) he can hang, he can hang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think policies that are, um, way too much, is if you have more than like five policies um, or if you have like rescheduling fees. I think rescheduling fees are a little overkill. 
Um, Rescheduling fees, fees are kind of chuggy. Yeah, especially if you have a loyal clientele. Like if you are catering to more of a clientele that is like walk-ins and yeah. quick appointments. If you're, and- like if you're getting appointments, if you're setting up like first-time appointments from like you're running ads or something, yeah. like having deposits are good. Having a, deposits have a deposit, are good. I'm talking about like, like if you have a regular client that is like, hey, oh, girl, yeah. I can't make it next Tuesday. Can we do next Wednesday? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just send me $45. No. Don't do that. Don't do that. If That's you, how you lose clients. It is. You want to be convenient to book with, and you want to yeah. be self-assured enough that you know that you can get someone in at that time mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so the appointments, you're probably wondering, when do you, what do you charge for? One, I require a deposit for new clients. Good. Yeah. Not for Important. regular clients. For new clients, I call it the first date. First date. You don't know them. You just want to ensure that they're going to show up on time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I also don't rebook no shows. Yeah, no call, no and show. And this is a this is a strict You're policy. Out. Like I I know that I sound lenient on a lot of other things, and that's because I'm curating a clientele that is very respectful. So I allow them to have a little leeway, but I am very very stern, especially since I moved to Arizona. Because in Alaska, um, I always dealt with no shows, and it wasn't that I was it was that I was dealing with no shows incorrectly. Yeah. I was rebooking no shows. I was accommodating no shows. I would always just be like, oh my gosh, that's okay, girl. No worries. But I would have a three hour gap in the middle of my busy week. Um, And so now ever since I moved to Arizona, I don't rebook no shows. If someone misses their first appointment with me, they're, they're done. You'll never see me again. And I just, (laughs) and, and part of it too, uh, uh, one thing that's important if you're going to have that policy is to send like reminder texts. Yeah. Um, Just because like, if someone books with you, like, two weeks ago and then you don't send them any texts you don't send them a, send them a text the night before yeah. or day of a lot of people are gonna forget. people are human like yes. uh, yeah unless someone put it in their calendar like if someone forgot to put it in their calendar and you don't send them any reminders and then they don't show i feel like that's kind of on you yeah on your end have like, like do an, everything you can on your end yes. and then if they don't show then you're like okay this yeah they say it's not me it's you. yeah because no showing i will say this no showing is a habit if mm-hmm. and uh if, if i'm talking about new clients like if you have a regular client if i had a regular client that didn't show up oh. i would assume oh if it's if they're if you, yeah i would assume you, that they got hit by a car exactly and i would act accordingly yeah exactly if i have one of my regular clients show up i will never text and be like hey where are you you know because say, i hey are you okay because they've sent they've uh gotten my confirmation email when they booked an appointment yeah. you know or yeah they know or we've you know yeah and it doesn't you don't have to send them like texts yourself you can have like an automated system yeah to yeah, do yeah. It, for my sure. clients just get a, can do my it. clients just get an email from my website exactly and, and they can accept or decline the appointment exactly have, True. especially if you have a way where they can like uh change the appointment themselves that's oh, really really that's great. super nice i think you can do that with Square. yeah but if i have a regular client no show me i send them a text and i act as if they they died i yeah. am maybe I, they're sick maybe yeah. a family member just died maybe they had to take their dog to the i hospital. send them the like, kindest text and i just say like you don't know you know Hey, is ev- is everything okay? You know, just just making sure. Um, but if they said, "Oh my gosh, girly, I was so blasted last <laughs> night and I overslept," you're done. You're done. <laughs> you're done. You're um, done. Yeah, but usually, usually, I mean, it's just something terrible happened. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. if it's a regular client, but if it's a new client, it just is a habit. Usually, typically, they booked an appointment or and they just decided to book with someone else or they, you know, went on vacation, forgot. If they got a text and just like decided not to show up that is not a client that you want on your bed that's not a client that you want to be talking to every other week yeah um it's a habit it really is and so i think your tolerance for that should be very low true 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 true. (laughs) so yeah those those are my policies um 
where to put them. I think a lot of people are confused where to put their policies um, because a lot of people have them scattered all over their Instagram. They have a highlight of their policies. They have them in their bio, especially. Um, And the most important place and the only place to have your policies should be on your booking site as they're booking. Yes. Because you're... Oh, you go. And putting them on your website, make sure that they aren't the thing that shows up when someone Googles your website. Because I've seen that. <laughs> you don't want that. I you don't actually... want someone to Google my uh, Sarah's lashes. And then the first thing that comes up is no guests, no pets. Come with. Yeah. It's like. Make sure your like tagline for your website is yeah. like the luxurious yeah. lash experience like, you've always been dreaming of. Girl. Exactly. Come and see me at Sarah's exactly. Studio. It should be a, a page on your website yes. or like part of the booking flow on your website. Like they have to agree to the policies like something like that don't don't make it like the first thing you don't want it to be the first thing anyone yeah basically your instagram or your facebook page or whatever it is should be like a magazine for a potential client so when a lead or a potential client sees your instagram they should see your beautiful work pictures of your space and pictures of who you are um they should have a bio that um they can see what you specialize in you know if if anything you can put like accepting new clients book here you know accepting new clients uh schedule a consultation accepting new clients message me any whatever it is absolutely um but if you don't accept dms number one you're doing yourself a huge disservice people do that yeah oh yeah oh have your dms open girl girl. have your come on yeah have your dms open don't 2023 yeah don't say no dms because you're alienating like half the people that wanted to message you madison Um, still has her dms open and she gets five thousand a day i respond to every single dm i i I, i've been telling madison i'm like you gotta you gotta slow down like stop responding to so many of these like it takes so much time but no, she's still no doing assistant, it baby. if she can do it you can so do it. can you literally i mean i get like 150 dms a day and even if i just respond with like some heart emojis and like a thanks girl that took one millisecond made someone feel good mm-hmm. you know if a client reaches out to you on dms that is a huge opportunity to speak to them um sure. and i have a little uh I had a little guide that I wrote a long time ago called seducing your potential clients. Yeah. And you'll get it if you sign up to the email. Yeah. List. If you sign up to the email list, you can get it, but it basically walks you through like if somebody inquires about your services through DMS, how to answer their questions and how to seal the deal with them. You close deals in the DMS. Yeah. Deals are done it in the DMS. It goes down in the it DMs. It goes down in the DMS. <laughs> it, it does. So yeah, your policy True. should be clear and on your booking website. And then when they go to book an appointment, just have a little box that says like, I accept the policies and, terms and conditions and all this sort of easy stuff. and if they're really mm-hmm. really long and no one's going to read them but if they're really short it's going to people will actually read them yeah um, it shouldn't look like an end user license agreement yeah it should shouldn't, be shouldn't look like what comes up on your new iphone when you open yeah, it yeah don't like do that the apple terms of service no one's gonna read it. i don't think a single person has read that in the entire world no i don't think anyone has no well i know i know there's lawyers that their job is to do that but i think they're the only one absolutely um and last thing i wanted to talk about is kind of how friendly to be because I encourage people to treat their clients as people and treat their clients as friends. Um, but when you have friendships that are paying clients, the lines can become a little bit blurry. And so I think that it's important to be friendly with all your clients, genuinely, genuinely care about them. Um, but there are things that you should like not do with clients, for example. So I am friends with a select group of my clients outside of work. Madison. I will say that. Madison. Yes. I don't have like friends that became my clients. Like I don't have like back when I was starting out, like people from my hometown, I didn't have people that I went to high school with just like 
booking a lot with me. Like it would very rarely happen, but mm-hmm. I've had a lot of clients that have turned to friends. Um, and that's because we had such great rapport in the room. I really got to know them when you're seeing someone every two weeks. Like that's a very, very, you see them more than most people. Yeah. I see my clients more than I see my friends. Yeah. And so you, you should be developing valuable, uh, personal relationships with these people if you want to keep them long term but i wouldn't recommend like one going out and getting drunk with your clients don't do that huge no i just think like it things can get cringe yeah cringe don't do it i think it can get very tricky if a client like sets you up with someone Ooh, yeah because then it's like if you break up with what if it doesn't work out then you have to break up with the client yes I did have a client set me up with someone that didn't work out. Oh, that's rough. I know. Um, I, I like things like that. Um, yeah. And I also think like if a client after their first appointment is like, girl, we should totally hang out. Don't do Don't that. Do it. Um, if, if after seeing them for six months, yeah. you guys like talk a bunch, you get along great. You guys yeah. you think your husbands would get along. Then be like, OK, we could go get dinner that's or the something. Thing. Just learn to be discerning. not the first time, though. Learn to be discerning, especially yeah. I would recommend no matter what age you are. I'd be very wary with hanging out with clients that are the same age as you. Um, same really? friend. Gr- mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes. Um, you did that one time. It still works. It depends. It really depends. You have to be discerning. Yeah, true. Um, like if you have a client that it can be very exciting when a client comes in and they're the same age as you and they maybe want to hang out. They want to get drinks. They want you to like meet their new boyfriend. They want to set you up. Um, whatever it is, I would just maintain that friendliness. But once it leaves the room, it can get a little Cut bit. Cut it off. Yeah, because what if they no show you? <gasps> what then? Oh, that'd be. I'd put a little. What then? Do you charge them? Do you charge their card? What if they. Awkward, awkward, awkward. Awkward. Just avoid the awkward. But, but, but. I'm very discerning with the people that I hang out outside of work because sometimes your clients can become like the best friends you'll ever have in your life. One of my clients, her husband ended up being like Elliot's groomsman at our wedding. That's true. Like, you know, like there's. You really have to be discerning. I would say wait about. We're doing a startup together. Yes. Me and him. I would say like wait about six to eight months of like consistent appointments full price these are people that like aren't doing groupons or anything like full price they genuinely just want to see you for your service um if you have very very similar values and interests and morals and like you align on it pretty much everything um i i would say you can have um great relationships outside of work just keep it somewhat but you know it's interesting with her she stopped seeing you for services once you became friends and i think that did make it a lot easier yeah, it, they should be able to come and go. Like, yeah. you don't want your friendship to rely on them and yeah. your client. It, I feel like it was easier for us to be friends after she stopped seeing you because then it's just like, oh, we're just normal friends now. Yeah. It's just chill. It really depends on the person. Um, In Alaska, I hang out. I hung out with one client outside of the lash table in five years. That yep. was it. I never, ever hung out with a client outside of the lash table except for that one time mm-hmm. um, because every single appointment, it was so apparent how similar we were and our lives were similar and our husbands had similar interests. And also, if it, like if you're not just boyfriends, if you like have a husband and someone else like, you know, wants to go on a double date, like I feel like that's a little more a fish. Yeah. Um, then like, oh, I just started dating this guy. Like, we just yeah. try to hang out. Oh, yeah. Don't hang out with your clients like <laughs> boyfriends of two weeks. Yes. Don't do it. Um, but I would say after like six to eight months, I have amazing... When I moved to Arizona, I had quite a few clients that wanted to hang out outside of work. Mm-hmm. And like, so we... Um, you know, went on a double date with yeah. one of my clients and her husband and they are like in their like 
what late 50s 60s yeah um and, I, and i've done that a few They're times great. yeah Love and them. i have quite a few clients outside of work where like i'll attend their baby shower their, birthday, their party. birthday party things that are like a big group of people you know maybe they invite their hairstylist maybe they invite their nanny their lash artist like people that are close to them in their life that's kind of the circle that is really really comfortable to be in yeah. um but you don't want to be going out and getting blasted with your clients i sure. guarantee it will not end well yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I also wanted to talk about boundaries. Um, these are not policies. Boundaries are just kind of like the rules you have within yourself where you just uh, set like a standard for your life yep. and kind of what you um, are willing to accept. And so boundaries, I would say, are like if you have a client that um, maybe oversteps in conversation, like says something really, really inappropriate or um consistently talks about like politics and you're uncomfortable or you know um, yeah or consistently um just makes you feel uncomfortable they ask you things that are way too personal maybe about your family your relationships uh whatever it is if you ever feel uncomfortable it is okay to not take that client anymore and there were many many times where i wish i did that did that and i didn't that's true yeah yeah that's cringe yeah and i would say i'm one of i'm i'm the kind of lash artist where like i will talk to you about personal stuff like if you want to open up to me and you want to tell me about like your divorce or your relationship or your kids or like anything like that that is a safe space the room is safe and Mm -hmm. that's confidential and like i'll listen to that all day um but it's when it starts to encroach on like your peace and your life Mm -hmm. if it ever becomes too much for you it's okay to kind of reel that conversation back Mm -hmm. and you can take control of that This is an appointment that you are conducting. Don't let the client conduct it for you. You know, when someone comes through your doors, you should have the opportunity to kind of um, create a positive conversation and just get comfortable doing that. And so if someone ever says something that is just so out of pocket, like don't be afraid to change the conversation. If it keeps happening and you're really, really uncomfortable, um, I would just send the text one day. I've had to help a lot of lash artists with that. A lot of people message me and they're like, hey, girl, I have no idea what to do. How do I break up with them? Yeah, because then it's kind of a breakup. You're not really firing them. It's just kind of a breakup. You know, they're not the one. Hey, this ain't going to work. This ain't Mm going to work, babes. It is you. Yeah. Um, And there have been times where, I mean, honestly, it's it's best to do over text. It's very awkward in person. Oh, over text is easier. I would just send a text um, along the lines of like, hey, Marianne. I have absolutely appreciated your business over the last six months. I think you are an absolutely amazing lady. I'm so thankful for our time together. Um, unfortunately, uh, I'm going to... I do not want to keep talking about the flat earth. And <laughs> I will... Um, I have a list of really great referrals for you. Whatever so it is. Uh, yeah. Just uh, uh, keep it keep a sweet and sh- a short and sweet. But just I have a really great list of, of referrals that I think are going to be a better fit for you going forward. Um, yeah, maybe you know some flat earther lash artists that they could get along really well. Yeah. And if and if you're comfortable enough I, and you have that kind of relationship, I would maybe um, just make it known over that text. Like there's some things you've said that have made me a little uncomfortable. And I think going forward, there's going to be a better fit for you in another artist. Um, keep it short and sweet. Easy. You never know if that person is going to come back and be like, I'm so sorry. I'm so out of line. I'm really sorry. You know, would you take them back? Depends on the person. Wow. A million percent. Um, but if it's just like too far gone, you're like, I can't, I can't, no, 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 no. you know, then just be like, thank you so much. I totally understand. No hard feelings. It's not personal. You know, I really wish you the best of luck. Keep it professional. Yep. Any other last, last, uh, things you want to touch on on boundaries and policies? Um, I think a good boundary is to not accept any stinky clients. <laughs> if they're stinky, just one, one appointment's enough. They're out, babe. They're out. 
they're out. Madison has like, had a stinky client once. It was so bad. It's the last appointment. It I was the last appointment. Her. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like you do, if you if unless someone's stinking up the building. No, if you have a client who you dread seeing them, fire yeah. them. That is Truly, a good boundary. That is a good boundary. If, if you, you don't want to see someone, don't see them. Yeah. You don't have to. Yeah. We did a client purge when we moved into Lightheart <laughs> with like pretty much every one of yeah. the building because there were a lot of lash artists moving and we're like, I have so many clients that just like really, you know, are, are starting want... to wear on me and like yeah. hurt my business and, and make me want to cry at the end of the appointment. I'm like, girl, don't bring girl. them into Lightheart. Yeah. We don't, we do not accept that energy here. No, you leave those babies at the last It's week. called Lightheart for a reason. Yeah. Your heart should be light lighthearted so we did, we did like a client purge and anyone that just was like terrible energy we just we all like mass sent that text you know that was yeah. just like hi beautiful unfortunately going for <laughs> yeah it's like a botox party but you're all just breaking up with your clients <laughs> truly and and that's okay because like this is a business where you want to have longevity and you know after a while if you're fully booked like you um even if, even if you're newer like even if you're new to taking clients you don't have to take anything you don't have to just take crap from anyone. Nah. Um, you you set your business up for success. So don't think just because you're new and you're starting out, you just have to take anyone that walks through the door and treats you like, you know, doo-doo. Um, stand up for yourself. Set good boundaries. And then once you have those comfortable boundaries in place, you can bend the rules a little bit for the people that are your people. It, trust and respect are so much more important than a list of policies. Don't be a slave to your policies. Mm -hmm. Let your policies... Be work for you let your policies be a guide yeah yes. and your policies are there to help you if mm. you feel like one of your policies you're like ah, i don't know about this take it off yeah take it, it doesn't have to be if there. they're too strict for you and you're just like mimicking what someone else had on their yeah, website your policy should be like how you are if you're like i don't care if they're 15 minutes late it's fine then don't, don't have, have that, that policy be, yeah, don't have it be a policy yeah if it's like a i don't know if you have like something that's just like a big deal for you like you um say like you want to require masks and no one else requires masks if that's like a Do huge it. deal for you that can be your thing. It doesn't matter what you might have less clients, but <laughs> if if you care about it, then yeah. Do it. The thing is, is like this is your business, and if you're independent at the end of the day, um, you you have the last word of what flies oh. in your room. And well, whatever. and the thing is too, any all policies are to some extent going to limit the amount of clients you have. Like totally. they are all yeah. negative. If you have no policies, you will have more clients, more clients but your life will suck so yeah. it's not worth it yeah but pick and yeah. choose your policies yeah you, you gotta pick the policies you care about the stuff you don't care about don't have it be policies because you're gonna get more clients the mm -hmm. fewer policies you have but you want your life to be good you know yeah so no stinky clients <laughs> no um no, no, no talking about politics um, unless you're into that unless you're i mean i guess maybe it i mean it worked for black rifle coffee you know yeah. they they've were like you know what we're gonna be a political coffee yeah. company and I'm, then I'm, they I'm, got people who were into that i'm more than happy talking about politics with my clients but i'm also yeah. like a different you're, yeah. you're something else i well, I, tr I truly will because i think like no matter what side of any issue you're on i think yeah. like if you can entertain an idea yeah. without accepting be agreeable it, about it if be, you want yeah. to talk about politics like i'm a pretty agreeable person yeah. and if someone ha wants to entertain an idea with me or they're like they feel very strongly about something they come in and they're just guns ablazing about a certain thing mm -hmm. i can either like a if i agree with that thing 
that's something we can really bond oh, on. Yeah. Or if that's I don't great. agree on it, that's something that like, like I can. Tell I me can, more about this. I, yeah. I, learn to comfortably entertain it yeah. without accepting it. And if it's, I mean, if they're just like wackos and it really makes you uncomfortable, then you can shut it down, you know? You're like, mm, I don't know yeah. about this. But I, I've, uh, I have some lash artists that, I mean, they, that I know that they just like cannot handle it. Like it just like, it mm-hmm. really, really eats away oh, yeah. at them. And like, that's the thing. If that's something that like makes you really uncomfortable talking about politics, then know, your, like, know that's, yourself. That's a boundary. Don't talk about politics. Yeah, and clients over the age of 70, they love and, talking about politics. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's true. That's true. On both sides. Oh On both sides. Goodness. It doesn't matter what what kind of politics they have. They love talking yeah, about it. Yeah, I, I had an older clientele quite a few years Ooh, ago. Yeah. Oh, my heavens. I, I just I was like, you know what? Like, Every day she came home, she's like, did you hear about this? <laughs> I'm like, no. I, just random conspiracies on both ends. I would just yeah. be entertaining anything. But, that, but that's a good trait to have. Like, honestly, if you're. Oh, yeah. It's like a podcast at that point. Yeah, because then your clients, you know, they get comfy and they just yeah, like feel like, sure. you know, they're never judged by you. You're their girl. Facts. Yeah. People can tell me the most insane conspiracy theory that they came up with. And I'll be like, girl, that is wild. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. You, you don't have to agree with everything your clients say. Like, no. if you know, if they're great people. And no, you, that's the thing. Yeah. Them, like if if your client saying something that's whack that you don't believe, like you do not agree with them, you don't have to tell them you don't agree. You can just say dang that's crazy hit him with the wow. damn that's yeah, crazy that's crazy wow sometimes, wow sometimes, really sometimes i'll be on my 30th like dang that's yeah. crazy yeah you can just respond without agreeing like yeah, you don't totally. have to do that i mean i do that a ton like we'll run into people when we were living at the apartment we'd run into people all the time that had like they were out there and i'd just be like oh yeah wow yeah. uh-huh crazy wow yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 when you're doing this job uh, you have a yeah, lot of people know. come through your door yep mm-hmm. good episode Good episode. Good up. Hope this was helpful to you guys. I hope it was helpful. I, yeah. I think so, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Good episode. Next episode is going to be on uh, budgeting, finances for Ooh. lash artists. Um, yeah, you're not a lot of people were asking about that. Yeah. This this week, we want to hit all the topics that you guys wanted to hear. And so I took the majority of topics that like you guys were just like really, really interested in. Yep. And so yep. we're going to well, give it to you Love guys. it. Love you guys. Love Talk you guys to you later. So much. Bye-bye. Smooshes.